And underway. It's like, this gives me life. Really? And then when I hear this music, it just brings something inside of me that just says, Nick, wake up, you're going to have a good time. Nick, wake up. It's not a crime. Ooh. Welcome to Slash U East Campus. Slash U East Campus. Coming from to you, pre-recorded from close to the shores of Lake Michigan. Yeah. Here in beautiful Bayview, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, home of Slash U East Campus. Mm. Well, Slash U West Campus is Milwaukee too, but just a little further in west. That's true. We are a little bit away from the lakeshore. A little bit away from the lakeshore, but yeah. we are still close to your heart. Thank Welcome you. to Slash U, where we like to talk about campy, forgotten, you know, classic horror slasher movies made between the years 1977 and 1988. Starting to kind of get out of that realm a little bit, as most of you know from last week's episode, right. My Bloody Valentine. Yeah, that was 2009. Yeah, that was fun. That was um, a fun movie. You get better gore. I mean, technology and, you know, how things work, things just get better. And, you know, yeah, that, gore, that gore was exciting. I'm excited to do more movies from the uh, last 30 years, I guess, the 90s and the 2000s. Yeah, I like, <laughs> 2010s like, or whatever. Yeah, extra credit will definitely is what we're calling it. Again, if you didn't catch last week's episode, um, we're just diving into movies mm -hmm. that don't necessarily have to speak to what I think is the best. 80s horror is the best horror slasher. It's the best slasher. We'll still do those. Oh, of course. We're not even halfway done with those <laughs> <laughs> not even close but this one is kind of stepping out of our i mean it's 1989 1990 i mean it's yeah it's credited for both no one really knows because it's straight to video I oh think, okay i think it was only probably in two video stores in ohio yeah you know, that this, sounds about right <laughs> it does this one we did was one hour 17 minutes <laughs> that's what you yep. know right there when you just say the time alone an hour 17 then you know it's not going to probably go up there you know with some of the other oscar winners that we watched you know so skinned alive skin and uh just as the title says that's what it's about that's yeah right <laughs> my cliff kill notes are pretty brief but yeah directed by john K killoff killoff Hello, K I L L O U G H. Yeah. So I thought it was pronounced Killoff, and I'm like, what? His name sus is sus, but Killo, 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 Killomatic. I like your shirt this week. Oh, Nick's thanks. wearing a PETA shirt. It says Sea World Kills. Because they do. Way to make a statement, bro. Yeah, I know. I didn't yeah. even really think about like I'm. I'm also wearing my slippers since we're on my campus. Yeah. Well, I'm the dean of this campus, motherfucker. Right. I um, got my Packers hoodie. They suck. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the playoffs. Karen Rogers. Mm -hmm. Later. But back to the horror and slash yeah, that sorry. we do here at Slash U. <laughs> uh, another movie from Ohio. Quick story about Ohio. Yeah. We went to a, you know, I got uh, my movie discarded script that I wrote. We went to go accept an award at Ohio Film Festival, a horror film festival. Sure. And I really found out that Ohio has a great underground of horror. They do, huh? Yeah, I mean, there are horror movies. I mean, much like Pennsylvania, like with all the Nicoteros and the Ro the George Romero and blah, blah, blah. Ohio has a history of slasher horror movies, too. Classic campy horror movies, uh, mind you, Andy, that are like, uh, I'm sure some of you heard of Thanksgiving. Okay. A, uh, you know, a, 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 someone's like, we need to make a slasher, or a slasher movie for Thanksgiving. And then you get, you know, gobble, gobble, motherfucker. And it's that, <laughs> seriously, a, a crazy, slashy, stupid movie. But, you know, it's that it's so far as it falls into the role of comical that it gained popularity. Another Ohio movie. Just kind of wanted to dive into, you know, this is very much Ohio. This I is agree. Ohio made movie. I, like Tommy Boy, <laughs> Sandusky, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is similar to Tommy Boy. What is this movie like? Do you, do you, do you... Do you have one of those? Oh, yeah, dude, seriously, Andy. This yeah, this, this is a good movie, time for that. What's this, this movie like? This movie cracks me up, and I mean, it's, you know, one hour, 17 movie, uh, one hour, 17 minute movie. Andy, this movie is like, this movie is like if a high school student who was into film had a, his parents go out of town. So he invited a few friends over, and he had a wacky neighbor that was an older woman. So she was like, what are you doing? And he's like, well, you want to be in our movie? So they drank some beers over the weekend, smoked some shitty weed. They found a case of old fruit punch um, in cans. And so they grabbed that and they uh, decided to make a movie. This would be that movie. Okay. The fruit punch being the blood. Oh, perfect. Yeah. 
Because, I mean, they use a lot of blood in this. And they do. It, and it looks delicious. It, it does. I want to drink some. Um, yeah, it's, it isn't quite as thick as actual human blood, probably. <laughs> yeah, not like, they, don't they usually like fructose corn syrup or right. they dye it red? I they, mean, there's, I know yeah. there's many components, but I just kind of thought that, that, uh, this movie, uh, kind of fell into that genre of, of, like you even brought it up. It's student film. Definitely feels student filmy. Especially the graphics. I mean, kudos for trying to do, you know, on a budget, you know, put it together a slasher movie and the special effects, not to sound cinephile. You know, glass half full kind of guy. Congrats. So, I mean, yeah. let's, I'm really looking forward to diving into this. But first, as I, always. IMDb actually says this budget was about 18500 And so that's a IMDb. New, a, brand new, a brand new Harley Davidson. There you go. Sure. I don't know. So <laughs> someone was like, son, do you want a brand new Harley Davidson? No, mom. I'd much rather you just give me the money because I have this idea for this film that's going to make me millions. <laughs> and yes, and the mom laughed and gave him the money. All right. That's how it went. <laughs> so let's dive into <laughs> Andy's, Andy's, Andy's. Click, 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 kill, it's brought to you by Twist Ties. When you want to save some bread and make sure it doesn't go stale, use a twist tie. And now, 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 Andy's Cliff Kill Notes. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for that. Well, uh, this is the Cliff Kill Notes. This is going to give you a brief summary of the movie so you can follow along in case you haven't watched it. But go watch it. It's out there on Tubi. Yes. If you like the genre, you got to watch it. This is the story of Ma Crawl Daddy. Not Craw Daddy. Crawl Daddy. Like crawl on the ground daddy. And her kids, Fink, P-H, Fink, and Violet. They run Crawl Daddy's Traveling Tannery, uh, which is actually a front for them to kill people and skin them. Um, but they use the skins for leather they jackets. They use the skins yeah, to make leather jackets. That's cool. When their van breaks down and they get stuck in a small Ohio town, they see easy targets for their predatory pleasure. That's kind of the setup. <laughs> That's it. That is it. And if you could get a really cool like leather wallet, like a chain leather wallet, Andy, yeah. and it was dope and you loved it. It had like, you know, it was stitched with the hair of like your, your, your grandparents or something. It was beautiful. But the leather was made out of human. Would you still, would you still use it? Would you still wear the leather what, wallet? What human? Hmm. Like a famous person yeah, or, carrot, or somebody carrot, I know? Or, carrot Top. It was Carrot Top. Yeah. It was his skin. Mm-hmm. I'm in. You would? I'm in. What about my skin? I, I'm in for double the price. Absolutely. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. This is a wallet, a chain wallet made from my friend Nick. I know. How come that isn't a thing? Like if, like if I died, I said, I want someone to use my skin because it's all tattooed. So you could make like a really decorational like... Um, Bustier, leather bustier made out of Nick's skin. So it looks, how come you can't do that? It's my body. I don't know. It should be. uh, I mean, they're shooting ashes into space. Totally. So people are smoking their friends' ashes like in a doobie. I mean, right. Now I'm going to look into that. I want you to have my skin for a leather wallet. Well, I got to tell you, if you can't do it now, it's not far off. You know, (laughs) Uh, freedom, it's your corpse. You should be able to free to tell. Write it down and have people do whatever they want. Yeah, for the seven of you out there listening, let us know what you think. Hit us up on Instagram and say, would you wear, uh, like, would you wear leather boots made out of grandma? Let us know. Sure, at slash you underscore podcast. <laughs> DM us. Um, would you take your relative's ashes and mix it in a protein shake? Or, I don't know. <laughs> we got a movie to talk Other about. Things. Yeah, so. This, this does crack yeah. me up. This is a fast forward scene, the opening scene. Oh, God, it's seven minutes long. Yeah, so that means the hour literally is an hour and ten minutes. <laughs> LOL. Yeah. So it's a drawn out opening scene where a hitchhiker is having difficulty uh, finding a ride, Andy. Yeah. He has to, in fact, he has to spend the night, he has to spend the night in the woods overnight. Windy as hell, tries to build a little fire, curls up into a fetal position, only to wake up the next morning to continue his hitchhike quest. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it's just a montage of him, various hitchhiking, you know, cars passing him by, honking, not picking him up. Um, uh, then the van pulls up. Crawl Daddy's traveling can- tannery. Yeah, Violet kicks him in the face, and she's driving the van, so she kicks him in the face. So he's just like, "Why'd you do that?" But I guess she's also let out Fink and Craw- Ma Crawl Daddy because she's the POV is her crawling through the the. Because she's in a wheelchair, we should say. Ma Crawl Daddy can't Ma walk. Craw- Ma Crawl Daddy can't walk. Mm-hmm. So so he, she crawls. Yeah, I so, think it's probably how she earned her name. Maybe it's possible. I kind of. I doubt yeah. that's on her birth certificate. 
Let's just make, make a long Francine Crawl Daddy or whatever. You, real quick, you know she was 80 years old, the actress who plays Crawl Daddy? 80 years old in this movie. No. It was made in 1990. She was yeah. born in 1910. You're kidding me. I am not kidding. That's fucked up. <laughs> she was, she lived to be 95. She died in 2005, so do the math. I mean, I wow. looked it up. I was like, 80 years old? She did a good job. For sure. Very much. Uh, probably, if we did Slashies next year, probably one of my most disturbing characters. She's very active for an 80-year-old. Yeah. She's spry. Yeah, and, and yeah. she just talks like this in the whole movie. You yeah. fuck, motherfuckers. Yeah, I, I mean, how many times do they say fuck in this movie? They cuss each other out a lot. It's racist. It's it's bothersome, but it's, Big, hey. Bigotous. It's the, the late eight, Yes, bigotous. Yeah. It's late 80s. But um, our hitchhiker ultimately meets his demise. Yeah. Uh, gets shot and stabbed. Uh, yeah, Fink hits him upside the head with a hammer and then shoots him. So that's yeah, it. So, that's the first kill. Um, the That's when the credits roll. Yeah. Well, it's a cold open. You're right. So yeah. we have a, 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 that happens, and then we go right into the credits. The credits are various overlaying shots of, you know, rib cages without uh, any skin over them. Yeah. Um, it's nasty, and uh, <laughs> and that's, uh, they, they put up the credits, you know, skinned alive, even though really... I think there's only one person in this movie actually gets skinned alive. It's, it's really just like, hey, there was a movie about this dude in Texas yeah. who had a chainsaw. Oh, I thought it was an Ed Gein commentary from Wisconsin. <laughs> the guy who made lampshades out of people's skin. Well, but didn't Leatherface, like, oh, maybe he, yeah. Isn't Leatherface based on Ed Gein, too? Well, yeah. We should do our homework here. <laughs> We're not cinephiles. We're going to spoil this whole movie. Yeah, I don't yeah, mention yeah. that. Not cinephiles. I hope. I hope our friends that out there listen know that yeah. we are not cinephiles. But uh, the credits cold open. Credits are rolled. Hitchhiker dead. Uh, they, they, uh, Crawl Daddy and her and her son and daughter Fink and Violet are in a van. You know how much I like cool vans. I do. Not so much on this one. I'm uh, not really into this van. It's rusty. It's dirty. It's gnarly, but um, but we get the idea that they are that van is traveling and they're out there killing people for their traveling tannery. Tannery. Yeah. And a tannery is just that. It's not quite a taxidermy. They're yeah. not stuffing, but they're skinning and making clothing, leather, largely. Yeah. So after the credits uh, roll, we meet uh, down on his luck, Paul, divorced, alcoholic. And his howdy-doody neighbor, he's Tom. A, uh, Paul's an ex-cop. Yep. Um, he Who? was kicked off the force. We're going to learn about that. But he is... Uh, you see his shirt? I wrote that down. <laughs> Jane Fonda, American traitor bitch, is what his shirt says. Boycott Jane Fonda. Oh, boycott Jane Fonda. Yeah. That's right. Boycott Jane Fonda, American oh. traitor bitch. <laughs> For some of these... Uh, we might have some students out there that are too young to remember what Jane That's Fonda true. did. Yeah. Uh, and maybe, if, if I'm wrong about this, please correct me. At the towards the end of the Vietnam War, the American public and politicians thought Jane Fonda was getting too close and comfy with the Vietnamese government, who we just battled with. I always thought she was just more protesting the war, like no, she get did. Him out of there. But then she kind of went over there and said, "Hey, you know, U.S. sucks. We're, we're sorry we did this to you." So people got pissed, and people still yeah. won't let that down. Like you know? Dennis Rodman in North Korea. Well, that... kind of, yeah, I mean, but not. But we were in like a, a war where you know, like thousands yeah. of our men, you know, died. Shouldn't, uh, yeah. And so uh, that's why that that shirt comes from. Sure. You know, and when you think about it. You know, this is a movie nineteen eighty nine. It was only seventeen years ago. So. So Paul uh, obviously opposed uh, to Jane Fonda. <laughs> Boycott her. She's an American trader bitch, according yes. to his shirt. Um, and you're right. His howdy-doody neighbor, Tom, stops by to invite him to a cookout. Yeah, he, but it's... Because it, he's the, the... God, Nick, come on. You're not even drinking on this podcast. <laughs> you're fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we assume it's Halloween because Tom's wearing a gorilla mask yeah. and goes, trick or treat. Yeah. Come over for a barbecue for, before I have to put it up for before the snowfall. I made notes that birds are chirping. It's green as hell outside. It doesn't look like October in Ohio to me. Well, to be honest, here in Wisconsin, sometimes it looks like that, and then the next day it snows. So I'm going to give them some license for that. Yeah, maybe I, maybe I am. That does kind of I come off like a cinephile ass when I say it like that, so you're right. But, but um, yeah, but, you know, come on but, over for the cookout. We're having steak and spaghetti. I know. What a combo. Yeah. Bring your appetite. The wife's making pasta, and he's yeah. doing steaks on the grill. Yes. All right. So Paul's like, well, 
you know, thanks, I guess. So he closed the door, goes back into his house to do a little drinking, and let's... A and, little, uh, a yeah. Li- a let's guzzle <laughs> a whole fucking bottle of vodka drinking. Smirnoff. He pours it into uh, some into a, a, a glass and then chugs the rest of the bottle and then drinks the glass and then passes out. He drinks a whole bottle of vodka. That's what I had to do to get through this movie. Am I right, Andy? Hey, no. Hey. <laughs> oh, I don't have the rim shot ready. Uh, yeah. Come on, we got, we're not prepared on this. I know, one. we're, we're not, not drinking, and we sound like... <laughs> There yeah. you go. Uh, <laughs> I just hit this mic oh, so we're getting God. adjusted to the campus here on no. the slash UD's campus. So Paul, yeah, he, he, yeah, he's a drunk. He's uh, he's not he's not feeling it because obviously he's losing lost his job and you know going through a, a horrible divorce. Right. So we're back on the road with uh, the tannery. Well, and, yeah, this is a uh, uh, some sort of high powered executive type dude yeah, speeding yeah. down. So the back highway. on the road with the tannery, like because you know there is a high powered dude, Willard. Uh, hip. Was that his name? Willard Hip. Didn't catch his name at all. Yeah, he's just, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's, we really only have like three or four characters in this, but Willard Hip is, um, uh, a car breaks down and, you know, he needs a little help and he's, you know, he should have drawn an American car and these are his words, racist words, instead of this Jap piece of shit. I know, I wrote that down, this goddamn Jap piece of shit. <laughs> um, well, you remember Back to the Future? When Marty McFly went back to the 50s and he t- was talking to Doc Brown and he says something, well, come on, Doc, all the best stuff's made in Japan. You know? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. that was the thing in yeah. the 80s and I guess early 90s when uh, made in Tokyo, made in Japan. They did all the stuff and made this car. So <laughs> I know. And yeah, I guess, too, I mean, let's be honest. Let's go back to the budget, 18.5. Yeah. I mean, that even is really low in standards today of. What kind of car was that anyway? I don't. Apparently, a Japanese-made car. Yeah, I don't know. But it broke it, down. Yeah, it broke down, and he's bummed. But he kind of seems like he's a high roller. He's dressed nice. Sports suit, car. Yep. Suit. So here comes um, the, Ma, Ma Crawl Daddy, right. Fink, and Violet. Right. The Crawl Daddy's van rolls up. Uh, he says, you know. <laughs> Weird scene. Uh, uh, what's his name? Wes? Willard. Willard. I almost called him Paul. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he looks like a friend of ours. Anyway, um. He has a cigar in his mouth, and he just sees them roll up, and he goes, bingo. And, uh, all right, can I get a ride into town? You know, I've got, you know, I'm pretty well off. I make a lot of the green stuff. I can pay you, uh, but I got something better than money. I thought he was going to offer him cocaine. I also thought he was going <laughs> to offer him cocaine. I really thought it's not green stuff. It's the white stuff. Yeah. But he offers them tickets to Wayne Newton's Las Vegas Nude Review. All nude. All, all nude. nude review. Does that mean Wayne Newton's nude too? Is <laughs> yes. that how that works? Totally. Gross. That's so, awesome. <laughs> and uh, Fink is like, Wayne Newton's all nude Vegas review? I hate Wayne Newton. And and takes a machete and chops off um, Willard's tie, which freaks him out. And Willard yeah, takes of off into Willard the cornfield. Yeah, takes the fuck off. I mean, who wouldn't? So this is another long, drawn-out scene. I mean. Yeah. Uh, skip forward, skip yeah, forward. Yeah, this is, you know, obviously the chase coming in. You know, Ma sends Violet out after them, too, because she doesn't think Fink can do the job. And Fink wants to play with him, wants to toy with him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, eventually, uh, this big guy meets his demise, and um, uh, they bring him back to the van. He puts up a fight, you know. Yeah, he does. He gets a good knock-in on Violet. She ends up puking. He hits her in the head really hard. She pukes. Yeah. And he kicks uh, Fink in the balls, but... He does, ultimately does not get away, and they drag him back to the van. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it really is just a scene where you're like, I mean, if you put together a hitchhiking scene and that scene alone, there's probably only 30 minutes of actual movie. I mean, it's, I know, because we're at this point, like, tw- at least 20 to like, close to 30 minutes in. And, yeah, serious. This movie is one hour, 17 minutes. Uh, I, I'm tally, I, I tallied it. The hitchhiking scene and the scene, and that scene alone totals for about 30 of those minutes. It's wild. So, so really, we have 45 minutes left of movie with all this is happening. So right. the slapstick comedy ensues. I mean, this is kind of technically a slasher comedy horror, you know, like with the the knife, the machete getting when, when Fink brings the knife above his head, it gets stuck in the wood. And he's yeah. like, rrr, rrr, rrr. it's like three stooges meet slasher. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck's going on. So uh, but finally, uh, they, they throw that same machete and it guts uh, hits our, our big guy right through the gut. And um, like I said, they take him back to. The van where Crawl Daddy, Ma Crawl Daddy, is waiting. Yeah, she's. Uh, where are those stupid shits? And she picks her ear. Yeah, that was. What she the She puts fuck? her pinky in her ear. Sorry to cuss. <laughs> she puts her pinky in her ear and pulls it out, and it looks like shit all over it her pinky. Looks, it looks like I poopy. It was fe- feces. Yeah. She pulls um, feces out of her ear. When will you ever say that again? 
Oh man, I don't know. I when don't... we review this movie again, maybe. But <laughs> did it's you, gross. Did she pull feces out of her ear? I think it's giving us a, a sense of just how unclean she is. I guess, but her I ear mean, extremely dirty. They 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 are going to make a lot of leather jackets with uh, this big yes, guy. Yes, look at all this look, wonderful look, skin. Yep, yeah, yep. Leather jackets, leather jackets, and leather wallets. You know, um, my skin. I think Nick Bankhead's skin would be better because it's prettier. That said, there are so many great lines in here. Like some of the lines, like. We could make T-shirts out of like this one. Um, um, now it's like, now give me the knife, Dick Cheese. We yep. got some skinning to do. I like that one. Dick Cheese. Dick Cheese. I, I laughed at that. Um, our big guy West wakes up. He's not dead. No. He wakes up in the back of the van while they're rolling down the road. <laughs> uh, and and Violet quickly, you know, pulls over. Uh, and West busts out the back of the van. Um, and Ma is able to grab by the ankle. And she, in the struggle, she yells at Fink, you know, do something. And Fink pulls a gun and shoots Wes a couple of times in the back, which ruins the leather, Nick, because now he's full of holes. Yeah, right? I mean, maybe all this beautiful skin now has holes in it. Well, he's got some big thighs. Maybe you can get something fucking really nice out of those. Maybe yeah. like a nice hat or something. Probably something out of that ass, too. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yummy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but the van won't start. You know, nope. they're they're panicking a little bit. They shot this man on the side of the road, and um, uh, 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 Violet can't get the van started. So ultimately, they tie the dead dude up, like in the cornfield, leave where the him scare, where the scarecrow was standing up in the cornfield with his Wayne Newton tickets stuck in his mouth, and and that scene's over. But yeah, he's dead. They leave him there. Yeah. And uh, I just, you know, they make sure they they focused on the ticket. Yeah. Wayne Newton's all nude review. All nude. Yes, all nude. Not, Not semi nude. 80% nude. No, like little pasties over the nip nips. We're yep. talking all nude. Dude. All nude. Wayne so Newton's that's, um, wiener just flopping around. That's um. awesome. <laughs> Wayne Newton's wiener flopping around. When are you ever going to say that again? Boop, boop. Uh, Tom the neighbor, uh, we find out. <laughs> There's a lot of things on Slash U. It's the only place we say them. <laughs> you know? I texted Andy something the other day. Yeah, what was that? I forgot. I was like, um, it had to do with. Like, with one of the movies. Yeah. Your Valentine dick kill shot. Because, you know, right. we do our dick kill shots. And here. we always tell each other ahead of time which, so which like is a, which. If somebody saw Andy's text, like, dick kill shot, my bloody Valentine? Like, what the fuck? Like, who would... It's yeah. just stuff we, you say to your friends in horror. Your like, if you have a buddy, yeah. If yeah. You, or if you have a friend that you love horror with, did you see so-and-so's, you know... They were going to make uh, a fucking leather wallet out of his penis. You're never going to say that again. You texted me that, and then you specifically followed it up with, um, the, the, you, that's the weirdest text, or, or this text makes no sense outside of you and me. I know. It's people yeah. would be like, if they found his phone, right. they would be like, what's Same up thing. with this guy? We say a lot of things here that we'll never say anywhere else. But yeah, so we write. We find out Tom, the neighbor, is, is a mechanic. mechanic. The howdy duty neighbor that's is a mechanic. The yep. next scene is they have their van at Tom's repair place. Uh, he's talking about how it's going to take a while to get that repaired. It's pretty damaged, whatever. They offer him $1,000 to get it done faster. Rush and, it. Yeah, okay, but you're the mechanic. I pull up. I'm fake. I pull up with my sister who looks haggard. I pull up with a mom with an eye patch who talks like this. Would you Would you offer me to stay at your house? Would you let me and my family stay at your house? Tom not only decides, well, the money talks. Money talks, Andy. $1,000, hell yeah, I'll fix my van. But not only that, come stay with us. Yeah, you're right. And we'll feed you spaghetti and steak. Did you catch, uh, Fink says, you know, are there any hotels in this in dump? Dump, yeah. And he says, oh, the, the Bates place down yes, the street I forgot, yes. closed up a few years Jody ago. Jody and I looked at each other, kind of yep. gave a nod. References like, Psycho. Psycho uh, reference. And yes, Tom says, well, why don't you come stay with me? It's a small town. He's naive. You know, Tom's a nice guy, but he's probably a little naive, and that's why he invites these weirdos yeah. over. And his wife, who we meet, uh, we, we fast we fast forward to their house. Winnie, his wife, is showing them uh, around the basement where where the, where you know Fink, Violet, and Ma Crawl Daddy are going to stay. I can't understand a word Winnie is saying in this. It is shot, horrible sound. She's just I guess she's kind of just rambling on like a she said it like a suburban Ohio housewife. Big high pitch. I'm a dopper derp I don't come down here very often. You all can stay down here as long as you need to. <laughs> um, that's kind of how it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Tom <laughs> comes in. Tom comes in and he goes, you know, he's like, Jesus, Mary and Joseph, I've been yelling. I got to get you one of them miracle ears. <laughs> Can't you hear me? You have a phone call upstairs. And Winnie's like, I didn't hear nothing. I'm just down here talking. You know how I like to talk. And, um... He sends her upstairs, and then he says she doesn't have a phone call. I just knew she was talking a lot, so I 
I'm, I'm sending her out of the room so she stops annoying you guys. Uh, and, you know, we're having a cookout later. And yeah. they're, of course, like, well, you got to fix our van. And he's like, yeah, there's plenty of time for that. Yeah, stay comfortable. Yeah, we're fine. Plenty of time to fix the van. Plenty of time to fix the van. Steak and spaghetti. Uh, yeah. did, I, did I mention it's steak and spaghetti? Yep. So just get comfortable down in the basement. I'm going to go take care of the grill yeah. and maybe mow the lawn. I got to text my wife. I have an idea for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> we were wondering what to have tonight. Now I got an idea. Steak and spaghetti, four by four. We're think, having uh, white bean and kale soup. We for have those some of you soy. We have soy noodles. So I'm going to tell you when we're not recording how good those impossible nachos were. So remind me. Oh, right. Um, good. Okay. So again, we know we're settling in the house. Ma Crawl Daddy, Violet and Fink. Um... I'm just also, this is when I wrote down, how many times do you think they say fuck in this movie? Because the this this family, this trio of of a clan, do not like each other. No, they don't get along at all. Violet <laughs> says, I think we've died and gone to Mayberry. Yes. And they just start fighting about, uh, Fink says, I'm going to stay here. Well, and, because Fink, yeah. Ma, Ma Crawl Daddy and Violet, Violet's like, hey, Ma, you want to go find some bodies to kill for some leather? Right. I need a new pair of panties. Right. And Fink's like, oh, I'm staying here. Yeah, he's like, she, and that's, God, she's just like, and she's like, fine, you fucking lazy ass turd. Leave your lazy ass behind, because that's always what you do. And then he gets mad and says, clam divers. He calls them clam divers. Which is a reference for lesbians. Oh, it is. Oh, because clam is, okay, I get it now. <laughs> Fake yeah. fact news. Nuts. I think that's true. <laughs> That's clam divers. Oh, yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean yeah. it is. I, but you, but you knew what it was. It was. Fa I'm fake. Yeah, I totally knew what it was. <laughs> I just was laughing. Maybe we have overseas listeners, and clam, that's well. I mean, it's just a term where, like, I, I'm. A, I mean, everybody who's a clam diver is if someone likes to go down on a a woman. Yeah. So yeah, he's calling them clam divers. Like, I, if I called you a clam diver, it'd be like, yeah. So what? If I called a woman a clam diver, it's like me saying like, ha. She she's a homosexual yes, woman. And that yeah goes so, down on other women. Yes. So. They're diving into that clam. It's about as vulgar as we'll get here today, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's the general gist of it. And Ma, Violet and Ma Crawl Daddy go outside. Yep. What a hassle! They got to get Ma, Ma yeah. up and down the stairs in that wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> Very much noted, too. They're in a basement, and Ma's in a wheelchair. They have to literally lug her down and lug her up. Yeah. So. I, 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 like, I feel like if I was Tom, I'd be like, you know, you're in a wheelchair. Why don't you just sleep on the couch in the living room on the floor that we rolled you in on? It's weird. I don't know. But yeah. they go outside. Tom is getting ready to cut the grass. Yep. Um, and the uh, Violet, yeah, Violet and Ma kind of go out front of the house along the driveway, think about stealing Tom's truck. Uh, a delivery guy rolls up. With a package. Yeah, I guess uh, it's in the package. He's just in a regular car. He's not He's not like in a UPS truck or a FedEx truck. He's no. just like in a regular well, car. that's what Amazon does now. Doesn't people on Amazon just deliver yeah. in their normal cars? Didn't happen in 1990. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but the Violet runs, in, runs away and hides real quick, I think, because they're like, ooh, potential victim. Well, he is going to become a vi potential victim. I just kind of thought he's a delivery guy, and guess what he's delivering? He walks up to Ma Crawl Daddy and says, hey, are you Winnie? And she says, yes, I am. Mm -hmm. So he hands her the package. She opens it up, and guess what's in the package? It's knives. Knives! And she proceeds to cut a bunch of his fingers off right there. Yay! <laughs> so he's holding his bloody hand. Fingers, are, a couple fingers are stumps, and stumbles back into his car and starts to slowly drive away. So, yeah, we think uh, he, yeah, did he get away? We don't know because... Yeah, not I mean, yet. Not yet. I mean, but because after he drives off, it's great. This guy only had one line. Okay, your one line is this. Are you, like, unhappy with your life? Ma, Ma Crawl Daddy turns to her right, and there's a man standing there. And he, yeah, and are you like, happy with your life? He's a Jehovah's, Jehovah's Witness. Witness. You know, and so. she just goes, oh, Jesus, and shoots him. <laughs> just... <laughs> Just kills him right Pulls there. Pulls out a gun and shoots in broad daylight in front of the house. Yeah, in a neighborhood, in front of the house. I mean, it's a loud gun. You know, people are out doing their lawn. In fact, Tom's doing his lawnmower, and he kind of looks up and goes, eh, maybe it's something Did else. Did I hear something? But, yeah, the lawnmower hides yeah. the noise. Killing a Jehovah's Witness. I mean, a multi-generational joke that just never ages. You know, it's just, all. I mean, we could do that joke now, and I think it would be funny. You know, it's because Jehovah's Witnesses, you know, they're, they're true to who they are. Good for them. Uh, knocking on your doors and riding bicycles. And we go back to the delivery guy. You remember the delivery driver? He's still sort of uh, in pain uh, and pulls over on the side of the road holding his hand. And he looks in the rear view and Violet's in the back seat. And she just holds a gun to the back of his head and blows his ass away. Yeah, she's, yeah. you know, just dead. Two people dead right away. Yep. In a, suburb, in a beautiful suburb, a nice middle class suburb of Ohio in the middle of the day. No one seems to uh, really care. 
So now we're back at Paul's house. Our 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 divorced, soon to be divorced, uh, alcoholic, unemployed cop. He's packing up some boxes. Yeah, and he's uh, you know, and you can see he's tossing away an old wedding picture, yep. old wedding photo, and he takes a call from his ex-wife Andy, who was just fucking horrible. She's very mean to him for really no good reason. I mean, uh, she's, he's giving her everything. He's, like, he's even saying on the phone, like, what the fuck do you want more from me? What do you want from you've me? You've got the kids. You've got all my money. You're getting the damn you're house. You're getting the house. Uh, what more do you want? He hangs up on her. Uh, Good for she him. calls back, and he cusses her. You know, he just slams the phone repeatedly, and he walks away. He goes over to Tom and Winnie's house, their neighbors, for some boxes that Tom said he would he could have, and Winnie is kind of dumb, starts asking him all about his divorce. How are the kids? Yeah. Divorce is terrible, you know? And yeah, and he's like, yeah, no shit, Winnie. Can I go get those damn boxes? Yeah, where are the boxes, please? She's like, can I do anything to help? And he's like, tell me where the boxes are. <laughs> Winnie. Winnie. And her <laughs> phone rings. It's, you know, so-and-so with the spaghetti sauce recipe. She's like, I got to get that. Go downstairs, get the boxes. So Tom goes downstairs. To get the boxes and this is when it gets interesting andy this is when i think people need to buckle up <laughs> because he's going downstairs looking in the basement and he notices what you know he discovers first a bloody meat cleaver but then he looks over and he sees in his mind it's it's human skin hanging from like a pipe in a basement yeah and naked nude full full body of skin yep and so he's kind of like what the fuck and this is when violent who's wearing nothing but a bathrobe comes up behind him yep and she's just like do you like my art project art project passes it off as fake it's yep. art tom or paul is yeah it looks really real um you know it's really neat so she walks over to it lovely and he says yeah it's kind of like life and she starts like playing with the dead corpses i mean the skin to live penis right so like there's it's like all the skin yeah, ladies like and gentlemen the brillo pad like you even know, the, the hair the and hair, the wiener the, yeah the wiener the balls <laughs> so she starts dingling and it like dingling she's like playing with it and going like she's thinking this is sexy she's like oh look at this dingling i'm twirling and but she sort of is hitting on Paul. Yeah, so then she drops her towel, still holding the corpsed penis. Will I ever say that again? And uh, <laughs> she's like, well, do you want to fucking, you want to, you want this? And yeah. so he leaves quickly. Yeah, he's like, get the, he refuses her uh, advancements and just splits, gets the fuck right. out of there. As he runs upstairs, he bumps into Tom and instead of saying, hey, Tom, man, like who, who, you know. Who is that? Yeah, yeah, and what's going on? We're neighbors. I think we're kind of friends. He's like, you got some weird fucking friends, Tom. <laughs> Takes off. Yeah, so uh, back at Paul's, he, he runs back home, and you know, and he's uh, kind of stressing a little bit, yeah. rub, rubs his eyes and face, as one does when they're stressed out, and his ex-wife is in the house, shows up. I forget her name. Lou? Lou Louise. Lu Louise. Yeah, That's Louise it. looks like, Louise is like really lovely. If you like that, I work at a Wendy's in a, you know, in a southern small town from, you know, in the late 80s. If you like that look... This is your girl. You want a frosty with that? Yeah. yeah, like you, if you, you would see Louise if you pulled into a Wendy's like in a fucking small town outside of Des Moines, Iowa, like in 1986, and went, "Can I get a frosty?" And she'd be like, "Yeah, yeah." She is. She's, she's terrible to she's him. She's terrible, and so she informs him that Bob, her attorney, is on his way. Yeah. Um, and, and they've been having sex. Yeah, one of the the whole time Bob was fucking you in court, he was fucking me in bed. Brutal. Wow. Very bad. Just twisting that knife on poor old Paul. So, yeah, Bob's her lawyer, which there's got to be some kind of ethic co ethical code, there's isn't it? Definitely there? some sort of violation of, <laughs> of ethic. We could probably call the Bar Association and get, get uh, Bob's uh, If you're a lawyer and law. you're listening to this, hit us yeah. up and let me know. Can you bang your... Well, go back to uh, Doom Asylum. And that movie opened with a lawyer... And his client, who had just won a case. Yes! I'm just remembering this now. You cinephile, you! And uh, they were celebrating the multi-million dollar settlement they'd gotten, and they were going to run off together. Remember yeah, yeah, the daughter. Yeah, call me, mo uh, call me mom. That was Doom Asylum. Or can Asylum. I call you mom? Yeah, that yeah. was one of my favorites. That was my favorite. Yeah, was so, it? Yeah, so uh, it's happened before where yeah. lawyers fall for their clients, I but guess. This but, is just, yeah, yeah. And that was actually a good pickup, too, uh, there, Andy. But this is just kind of a weird scene the whole time. Um, you know, it's it's just Bob interacting with uh, Louise, uh, Louise and, his, and, 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 you know, Bob, and, and Paul. And Paul. Uh, they're just sniping, yeah. basically like putting Paul through the ringer. You know, get the, when are you going to get out of this house? You're unemployed. The uh, lawyer is just, yeah, just brutal yeah. To, to, to Paul as well. Like, he's dressed like men in black. Shades, black. I mean, he's he looks like he's hanging out with Will Smith and, yeah. you know, Tommy Jones. He's from the government. He, uh, 
uh, uh, this is how we learn uh, as well that Paul is an ex-cop because he 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 put a whole clip of bullets into a, a Mexican woman in a junkyard. He you thought know? she th- he thought she was a gangster and and killed this woman yep. and they kicked him off the force for it. Yeah, very sign and, of the times, man. Yeah, so. Um, so Paul is uh, just basically begging, like, you know, you've taken everything from me. What more can you take? And like, just get the hell out of this house soon, and you owe back alimony. And uh, we get a, we're, we're, they leave. Yeah, they they get a great shot of the lawyer going, "I got everything I need. I got money, and I got tail." And he grabs Louise. Louise's ass. You know, and it makes a it makes a honking, honking sound honk. effect. Yeah, so. uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and but I love this too. Did you catch the reference? I gotta catch a plane because his watch goes off. I gotta catch a plane. I'm gonna be on the Morton Downey Jr. show. The topic is guys who don't pay alimony. I so, did catch that. So Morton Downey Jr. was a talk show back in the eight, uh, late '80s, early '90s. It was crazy, friends. It was just this guy, Morton Downey, who smoked, and he actually smoked on the stage. He smoked on camera, and people would just yell. Like, he would get opposing views. People would just go nuts. I mean, this is pretty much what Morton Downey Jr. show was what social media is today. People just bitching at each other, but face to face. And that's the end of that scene. That is. But they it, leave. And I, I even wrote, Andy, this whole scene is knucking futz. So um, we're back in the basement um, at, the, uh, at Tom and Winnie's house. Yeah, Fink and Violet are looking down at the dead delivery driver and the dead Jehovah's Witness. Yes, sir. And Violet's like, don't they make a cute couple? <laughs> and Ma... <laughs> Ma's invited to dinner. Yeah. She's invited to the steak and spaghetti dinner, but, you know, I feel bad that, you know, she lies to Violet and Fink and says, you can't come. You can't come. Well, what are we supposed to eat? She's like, I don't give a... I don't give a shit what you eat. Yeah. She's putting on uh, a white uh, sport coat. Right, yeah, like yeah. a white tuxedo, a white coat. tuxedo coat, like uh, Ricardo Montalban yeah, in Fantasy, Fantasy Island. Island. Yeah. She, she's putting that on. Or I don't know Wayne, where she got that. Wayne Newton. She went to the yeah. all nude male review show or the all nude review. For people who make leather out of human skin, they sure don't wear very much leather. Or her eye patch. Oh, okay. Yes. And and late Violet's bra. We see. Yeah, I think yeah, but they're all black. So right. So. Um, <laughs> the. Uh, but it's not steak and spaghetti, Andy. The, the dinner is actually fried chicken and spaghetti. Very interesting plot hole, Nick. <laughs> also completely irrelevant. Like, yeah, these movies do that from time to time. Uh, you're right. They said they were going to have... <laughs> he never fires up the he grill. He never fires he up the grill. Spaghetti <laughs> and fried chicken. Two things that are not grilled at all. But very interesting. Um, I will say that um, watching the disgusting... Scenes of Ma Crawl Daddy eating, and those sounds was my dick kill shot. Oh, I'm really? <laughs> it was so disgusting. She's just, she's. I mean, they put like here. Yeah, it's a lot oh. like that. And Nasty. It, it was. I mean, it was really disturbing to me watching it the second time. I went, "This is horrible." I fast forwarded it through in the second watch because it was gross. Winnie kept getting her name wrong. Kept Mrs. Crawfish. Yeah, yeah she's called like Craw Booby Craw Diggy Dog. Yeah, and, it, and she kept saying it's Crawl Daddy. I'm so sorry. I'm just not good with names. It's like, yeah, but I just said it five seconds ago. So, yeah. um, and it's pretty much easy to remember. I mean, if someone said I'm Crawl Daddy, I'd be like, that's a name I'm never forget. Someone yeah. said my name's John. You know, yeah. I might say, oh, I might. It's John, right? Yeah. If John, if you're a John out there, introduce yourself as Crawl Daddy. I'm sure your name will be remembered more. That's anyone. So, she's just cracking beers, drinking, burping, uh, smacking her lips, eating the food with her mouth open. Um, meanwhile, Fink and Violet are um, in the basement, getting ready to skin on their two victims. Here, they discover that the Jehovah's Witness guy is alive. He still. never dies. And uh, that's where they decide they're gonna skin him alive. Drink, skin alive. Oh yeah. Title of the movie. Hey, drink. That's good. And, um, and, and while they're like, they're they're really into puking. Like I, I guess the director was like, we got to make these people like puke blood. A lot of them. So even the hitchhiker. I mean the, sorry. Um, delivery the guy, driver. The delivery driver. The Jehovah's Witness. Um, even the big guy with the all new the the, the male review show, the all new review show tickets. They were all puked up blood. It just looked like they were just spitting out fruit punch. It's an easy effect to do. You yeah, know? it is. And they, and they, take they, this they, capsule and bite it or put this, they, take this drink they and put it in your mouth. They drink this Hawaiian punch. Yeah. And then action. Bleh, that's all yeah. they did. Um, but uh, again, this is the scene where they are, um, I think, going to de-skin de- some bodies, Andy. Uh, yeah, it's pretty gross. They cut, uh, think, just carve some sort of weird symbols into the Jehovah Witnesses' body. Woman, birth, birth, woman, death, 
Yeah, and then Violet gets an idea and says, "Peel, peel me off, cut me off a piece of his skin," and he and he chisels, you know, a big chunk right right over the guy's um, right side of his rib cage, I guess. Yeah. And Violet peels it off. That was pretty nasty. Yeah, it looked good. Good effect. Yeah, even when they were kind of carving into the body, it looked like more to me like someone just kind of put like a you know a piece of leather over a laundry basket or a laundry tub but uh yeah she does rip the skin and um that her brother is cut out for um does the guy die at that point no he's still alive, he's still alive. Yeah. okay just making sure but they uh but uh fink and violet don't care Andy, because they, they start making out pretty cool brother and sister yeah, making out let's go here we go it. another one of these movies great <laughs> But we're stepbrother. Just kidding. Okay. Nope. Not going to go there. I've watched some of those videos. Um, uh, Stepbrother, what are you doing? (laughs) Stepbrother, I'm stuck under this table. Can you get me out? Yeah, maybe take off my pants. That'll help get me stuck. Cut cut a piece of his skin off. That'll help. Oh, God. So, no, but getting back to um, their makeout session. No, why am I getting back to this makeout section? It's just very much kind of like American Gothic was more subtle. The movie we watched a couple episodes back, episode 60. Um, but uh, she puts on some music to get things kind of. Uh, starts you know, doing a sexy dance. Starts doing some sexy stripping. For her brother. You know, normal, normal brother and sister Very stuff. normal. Absolutely. Perfectly normal. Perfectly healthy. Yeah. Using, a, you know, using the skin that she tore off as, you know, sexual components of the dance. Like. Typically. Uh, yeah. Like. Uh, I don't know what it's like. But this this ten minute scene is fifteen minutes too long. Yeah, fast forward. I fast forward because we jump back up to dinner uh, real quick, where Ma Crawl Daddy asks to borrow Tom's truck. Sure. And Tom, being the very nice guy he is, like tell you what, you take me into town to the shop. I'll fix your van. You can use my truck. Yep. And, and Ma says that's what I like about small towns. They make you feel like family. There you go. Perfectly. Perfectly. Another put. place that does that. Saner, Wisconsin. Way yep. up north. Way up where you're from. Absolutely. Sainer, Wisconsin, where neighbors are family. Yeah. Um, back in the ancestral love dungeon, uh, <laughs> a.k.a. the basement, uh, Violet and her brother continue to make out, and he's like having problem getting her uh, leather skin-made bra uh, unraveled from his hands. He gets it off, but it drives him so crazy that it, it just... Kills the mood. Him, kills the mood. I mean, the fact that they're brother and sister, you'd think would kill the mood. <laughs> Killed the mood for me. No, shit. It was hard to masturbate to, but I got through it. Yeah, I, um, <laughs> I was able to make it <laughs> only once. Jeez, uh, oh man. Um, I mean, I just imagine like the audience in the theater, but wait, there was no theater. It went straight to video. Straight but, to, straight to but, the But I mean, I'm sure they started cheering because he, you know, out of frustration, he gets up and, um, uh, well, maybe it went on a beta. Maybe not VHS, maybe beta. He, anyway, he storms out. He storms out and, uh, you know, that's when Ma Crawdaddy grabs him and says, you know, hey, you go, you're going to run errands with me in town. Right, let's go. Um, obviously, Fink is a little upset. You know, I'm tired. I'm hungry. Uh, I don't want to be here. I hate this place. I hate this place. Yeah, like uh, in front of Tom. Right in front of poor Tom. How you say that? He's, well, he didn't feed you. Yeah. But he's giving you a place to stay and fixing your damn van. So, him, Ma Crawl Daddy's like, you know, shut up. Show some respect. Let's go. And um, just before they get in the car, or tr- Tom's truck, uh, Paul rolls up. Uh, I don't know. It's just there because he's a neighbor. And, oh and yeah, he, but I mean, you didn't make the bar, you didn't make, you missed the fried chicken fucking spaghetti. That's dude. right. Yeah, because he was um, drinking. Yeah, he's, he was sleeping. And, he and, was you uh, know, quote unquote. Yeah, obviously distraught because his wife paid him a ex wife paid no him a shit. visit and he's all pissed off. But he says to Tom, you know, um, who are these people? They're kind of oh, weird looking. Oh, are you sure? And Tom's like, yeah, they're friends from out of town. I'm helping them. I'm fixing their fixing their van for them. Did you he know. say they're friends from out of town? He said they're from out of town. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they're from and, out of town. And, and Fink gives uh, gives Paul a little winky wink. You know, how you doing? I'm I'm Fink. I'm weird. Uh, he's got those little sunglasses with the, the tiny, tiny, the tiny rectangular t- yeah, lenses. The fucking only douchebags wear. It. No and, one cool wears those glasses. I'm and, sorry. Um, Paul like is fedoras. just. Paul's just like Tom. Why are you so naive? Like, look at these people. You can't. You know, just be careful. Don't trust them. You just met them. Whatever. So. And, and that's right then in that moment. Uh, Fink and Vi- and Ma Crawl Daddy hate him. Right. They hate Paul. Fucker, just you're ruining this for us. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, that's again, like that, you know, and so Ma Crawl Daddy, uh, in like one of her most calm moments, and like in the only calm moment of this film with her, she tells uh, her son Fink about the Paul story, about what he did, and um, why he is off the force, and probably why he is just, you know, looks so depressed all the time. But yeah, uh, it's a little later. Ma and Fink are in the truck. They must have dropped Tom off, and and that's what's up with this Paul guy. Oh, he's an ex-cop. 
Yeah. Um, oh, he's a cop. Yeah, but he's you know he's going through some shit. Whatever. And Fink lets it slip that the dead hitchhiker's body without skin is still in their van and ma freaks um, the fuck out flips and she starts to try to you know, beat him up or whatever which uh, causes them to swerve in the truck and they swerve into a like a gas station parking lot and there's a dude eating cheetos and listening to his walkman poor kid <laughs> and he <laughs> poor fink just runs him over and that guy's dead and he's that's it and they speed away and that guy getting hit is my dick kill shot of the week shot of the week dick shot kill of the week dick shot kill of the week he's credited as um <laughs> headphones guy or walkman guy walkman or, guy. Yeah, walkman guy he's dressed in that typical 80s heavy metal like denim you have a denim jacket on denim shorts he's listening to walkman probably listening to judas priest the, andy i felt bad for this kid just trying to get some cheetos just eating cheetos just eating cheetos Great living snack. his life and he just gets hit by an out-of-control truck while they are fighting behind the wheel. Ma cusses out, think, you know, now you've done it. You just hit somebody in the middle of town for everyone to see. You're really fucked up, you know. And But they're they're trying to speed back to the repair shop because um, there's a there's a body with no skin in their van that Tom's going to discover. Yeah, because Tom is at the garage, and he's, he's, you know, working on it, fixing it for them, and he notices a smell. Oh, it must be a possum under there, or <laughs> got to be some roadkill. So he's like looking around the van, and uh, he gets inside, looks, keeps to looking, and then of course discovers the skinned body of the hitchhiker. Yep, it is. I mean, it's he panics. Yeah, it, it's a it's a cool scene. It's a cool shot. I will give it that. Like you know, for the late '80s, I mean, it is kind of like whoa. I mean, if you would have found that, I think my first reaction would be like, is this real? But I guess if the smell's coming off that bad, you would know. But it is a skinned human corpse, yep. and uh, of course. Um, he flips out. He does flip out. And he runs outside the shop just as Fink and Ma roll up in his truck. And they get out and with the hammer, little mallet hammer, and they knock, knock him out. He doesn't knock him out. They just knock him out. But we're back in the base. Uh, sorry, we're back at uh, Winnie and Tom's house where the lovely Winnie uh, is kind of putting up some spaghetti. I guess they eat all the fried chicken, but they had a lot leftover spaghetti. Right. So she decides she's going to take some leftovers downstairs oh, to Violet. Very nice thing very to do. Nice. Very neighborly small town thing. I love it. This girl must be hungry. I'm going to take some spaghetti down there. great. Her. She got the recipe from a friend of hers that called earlier. That's so true. The, the, spaghetti, the spaghetti sauce might be good. I bet the sauce is fire, as the kids would say. Yes. It's not <laughs> sus. It's fire. <laughs> Shit's lit. I'm so old. <laughs> it is so good AF. Um... So she she walks the spaghetti downstairs and uh, you know she's kind of like looking for Violet. She's calling him out and she she hears like sounds of like you know like banging or thumping, like a, like a clink of some yeah. sort. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So she opens the door and there is our Jehovah's Witness hanging, you know, in the basement bathroom, I guess, from a pipe. Yeah, um, hanging and. His, he's not dead because he's still foot, gurgling. He's yeah. still moving his foot. He's his, still gurgling. His foot's clanking against the toilet. I mean, this dude is in pain. I mean, put him out of his fucking misery. He has a big flap of skin missing from his ribs. You yeah. can see his ribs. That looks like cardboard to me. I was like, yeah. hey, just, we, don't, we don't have ribs. Just cut that piece of cardboard up yeah. and you know, throw it and on he's, there. And uh, he's kicking against the toilet. Does this guy ever die? Nope. He's The power of Christ compels him to stay alive. <laughs> <laughs> the power of Jehovah. And... Um, so you know they again it's he's just covered in fruit punch and cardboard and he's still alive um but this is when violet pops up with a machete in hand and just uh takes the machete to winnie's shoulder yeah hits her in her, her right shoulder right shoulder the shoulder blade the knife sticks there of course winnie ah! freaks her out yeah, and so she, she gets away runs away she gets away runs away uh knocks the knife out of her shoulder but she's obviously in pain injured and all roads andy all roads lead back to Paul's house. Right. Winnie has uh, pretty quick thinking, uh, stumbles out of the house with Violet uh, giving chase and across the road or wherever, right, two houses down, whatever it is, to Paul. is pounding on Paul's front door and uh, Paul's like, you know, what's going on? Because he's stumbling around drunk inside the house. That's yep. just what Paul does. That's what Paul does. Uh, but unfortunately, by the time he gets to the door, yeah, Winnie is dead. He opens the door to see like... Uh, when he fall down, I guess, with a machete cut to her face, like, just... Her, her skull's, like, split? Yeah, 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 it's weird. It's like, I guess she split her head down the... The machete went down her head, so she falls, and there's Violet sitting there. 
Yeah, your and next so, lover boy. You're, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking to me. I was like, oh. Yeah. Um, yes. She says that. He's, he slams the door. And, um, you know, this is like. And, and But before he slams the door, Paul's truck pulls up. I'm oh, sorry, right, right. Tom's truck, Tom's pulls, truck up. pulls up. So Paul's just like, Tom, keep going. Keep going away. Yeah, Things are nuts. Yeah. But it's not Tom. Yeah, it's not Tom. Yeah, do you have a bottle of booze, man? It's not Tom, though. It's Fink. Fink and Ma Crawl Daddy are in that damn truck, along with a knocked out Tom. But, and they have um, Tom. You're right. They have Tom as a hostage, I think, is what I wrote down. Because uh, uh, Fink is whispering to Tom, like, you're going to see your friend die. Yeah. Uh, you old man. Come on out here, you stupid old fuck. Uh, Paul, obviously, is like, holy shit. You know, this is bad. And goes inside. And he ram, rambos up. That's exactly what I wrote. Yep. And they even call him that too. I mean, he does. He grabs a. He grabs a. You know, all the bullets, all the guns. Big, like uh, I believe it's called a drum magazine. Yeah. And it's a huge magazine. He's got a um, the semi-auto or an automatic, I think, full automatic. Yeah. Almost like a Browning machine gun. It is. It is. <laughs> yeah. He's amped up with ammo. And what's funny though is Crawl Daddy, Ma Crawl Daddy, crawls out of that out of uh, Tom's truck because she wants Paul's blood. He's mine. They all hate him just because he whispered something to Tom in the driveway. And he's an ex-cop. But so like, yeah, we're going to get him. So Ma uh, literally crawls. Ma, you know, that's probably... No help, again. No help from anybody. Yeah. Hey, Mom, I got you. Or here's your fucking wheelchair, Mom. Yeah. Let me carry you to the front door at least. And um, nope, she crawls all the way up to the front door. Yeah, so that's where we get the, uh, you know, the, the I guess the name Crawl Daddy. I don't yeah. know. But uh, Pink, uh, Fink at this time is pulling out, knocked out Tom, who's like, huh? So, you know, everything's starting to come full circle at Paul's. Um, Violet's even broken into the house. And um, as Crawl Daddy continues to crawl up to the front door, making her way to try to get to the doorknob, Paul walks out and just kicks Crawl Daddy right in the face, knocks her back. She doesn't do anything. She just starts laughing at him. Mm. He's sitting there with a fully loaded machine gun. And she's even calling him Rambo, like, you ain't going to kill me. You don't have the balls. You know why? Because he's sitting there aiming at her, like, having trouble pulling the trigger. And he's, she's like, because I think you're a pussy. And he unloads this gun into her. I'm not talking, like, five or six shots, Andy. I'm talking probably 30 huge bullets do, 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 do. where her face is annihilated, her body's annihilated, everything. Hamburger. Yeah, she is turned to hamburger. And that is my... Dick kill. Dick kill. Shot of the week. Shot of the week. Kill of the week. Dick shot. Kill of the week. Dick shot. Kill of the week. That last part always gets me. I love that. Dick shot. Kill of the week. No, but did you, when I watched it the second time, I even hit, because I mean, it is, her face disappears. Like it is, it's pretty cool. I, that's what would happen, I think. <laughs> if you, if this was real, that's what would happen. Uh, so Fink sees uh, his mom, who he loves. What? I guess. Uh, yeah. Quotes. Uh, yeah, he's uh, Caesar. Um, violently killed. Violently killed. So he wants to uh, address Paul. So he approaches Paul, but um, he's met with gunshots. Yeah, what exactly happened? Did did Fink get shot here? But did, yeah. did Paul like shoot him just once or twice? Though? Once or twice, and you know, kind of closes the door. Yeah, and uh, Paul because Paul wants to help Tom. Right when um, Fink falls to the ground, Paul spits on him. Yeah, and so he thinks he he's grabs dead. Tom. Yeah, yeah. Paul thinks Fink is dead, and he grabs Tom, who is kind of waking up, like, "Where's Winnie?" He's got a big goose egg lump yeah. on his head. And Paul gets, I wrote down, Paul gets him in the house and needs a blanket. Yeah, like, I, I got to get a blanket. That's going to help Tom the yeah, most. It's right not now. like calling the ambulance. It's not like getting him first aid kit, maybe, that he keeps in the bathroom, but it's probably just booze bottles in there now. Has to get a towel. Where's the fucking blanket? Where are the blankets? <laughs> in the basement. Got to get a blanket there in the basement. Yeah. Uh, he goes in the basement, conks his head on a pipe, blah, blah, blah. He sees a mannequin behind him, thinks it's Violet, and swings and knocks it over. Uh, it's not Violet. He goes back up the stairs, and on the stairs is some broken glass. And I think that's when he sees like his he back door is broken. Yeah. Violet's in the house. She's under the stairs and grabs his ankles, yep. and he trips him, and he falls backwards down the stairs. So a little fight ensues. Like he knocks out two. Like he knocks one knife out. And I thought it was stupid. She's like, "I'd like to see you do that again," and he does it. Knife lands in the same place. Knocks the second knife out of her hand. Lands in the same place as the first one. Nothing really comes out of this except that he does swing his machine gun that's got a bayonet on it, yep. and it does slice her in the stomach. Pretty cool. I mean, I thought the, the, those effects look pretty cool. Disemboweling. Disemboweling her. He, some of her guts fall out. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he nasty. Yeah, and so he's not satisfied with that. So he takes the bayonet. And in her neck? Yeah. Yeah, it gets her right in the throat. 
And just and guess what? She spits out a whole bunch of blood. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's just another thing. But it's cool yeah. though. She does get one more lick of herself. Like she's dying. And oh. She takes. She grabs some blood off her like stomach and licks it. So that I'm glad. I thought she put it on his face. I thought she, no, she oh. licked it. Because I even wrote. I was like, I wrote. That's cool. She gets to taste herself one last time before she dies. Gross. Um. Um, and then goes back to Tom. Uh, yeah, finally, <laughs> Paul goes back upstairs to Tom, and this is when he decides to call the ambulance. Finally. Yes. Uh, but as he is calling for help, Fink is alive. Fink is alive! Fink jumps him, smacks his hand with the hammer, which must break his hand, because now Paul kind of doesn't have use of that hand. Yep. They tussle all around the living room a little bit. They end up tussling out the, uh, door, out the door, over the railing of the porch, onto the grass. Yeah, Fink is pissed because he killed his mom. His sister, who is also his lover, so his sister counts for two, Andy. Okay. Sister and lover. I'm just counting her as one kill, though, in her kill count. I'm you just, should count her as two. I'm going to count her as one. She's his lover. She's one person. Though. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> and then, but worse, Fink's like, you tried to kill me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he knocks, but he's doing, yeah. he's knocking, taking this hammer and knocking him in the, like, that's more painful to me. He hits Tom, uh, Paul in both of his kneecaps. Yeah, like, which ne- probably ooh, shatters him or damages ooh, him very God, severely. thinking about that shit bums me out a little bit. Yeah, a little misery action, that movie. Um, the kneecaps. Isn't that when, uh, what's her name? Hits no, James Conn in the she knees. ankles. Oh, in any case. Yeah, you're right. It's ankles. Um, but in any case, to get hit with a mallet hammer in your knees probably is bad. Uh, what happens? I think Paul eventually... No, um, no. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I, I do know what happens. It's kind of neat what happens. Yeah. Well, you say it, because I, I was writing fast, but I just After say... He, he's like, this one's for my mom, this one's for my sister lover, and then this Thank one's for me, and he's about to bash him in the face. Um, Paul's able to get up, grab him, grab, you know, pull Fink in close to him, bites off his nose. Oh. So Fink pulls back and goes, and looks in the camera and goes... You bit off my fucking nose. Yeah. And he goes to attack him again, and uh, he falls on the bayonet of Paul's gun. And just to make sure he's dead, pulls the trigger. Pulls, you know, gets like, so Fink is definitely dead. Stabbed with a bayonet and then shot. Why wasn't that one of our dick kill shots? That's a pretty good one. Yeah, that is a good one. But so so was violence too, though. Paul is extremely wounded. He can't use his legs. No, yeah, because they were, yeah, he's busting kneecaps. Because both yep. of his kneecaps are busted, so he, and, and his hands are pretty messed up, too. I think at least one of his hands was broken. So he's crawling back inside, almost like an army crawl, without yeah. the use of his knees. Um, and at this point, Tom has kind of come, uh, come to. Tom yeah. is still a severe knock on the head, but he's waking up, and he's disoriented, and he grabs the pistol that's on the floor. Uh, as Paul gets into the house, and Tom's kind of like, huh? And the camera gives us a blurry, blurry, yeah, blurry view of Paul, POV, and Tom's like, crawl, daddy. And Paul's he like, thanks, Paul, is crawl, daddy. Because he's crawling. He's yeah. crawling. And Paul's like, no, Tom, it's, he looks, it's Paul, it's me. He looks nothing like this. No, he doesn't. Even a blurred vision. They could have done, they could have put like a long wig on him to make him like crawl, daddy. Or they could have said, think. Yeah. Think. Yeah. You know, but. And instead, oh. Tom. Blows Paul away, thinking it's Crawl Daddy. Shoots him, kills him. Yeah. So Louise is happy. His ex-wife, you know, is happy. Oh yeah, she yeah. So She's, I mean, she and she Tom gets, laughs. Tom's cackling. He's cackling. <laughs> He's like, ha ha, because he, he thinks he killed Crawl Daddy, but he really killed the hero. Killed Paul. his friend Paul. End of movie. Roll credits. Roll credits. That's I was like, it. what? An hour and seventeen minutes of fun. Fun. I, I, I mean, if, again, this one. I, you know, I guess it's kind of cool because, you know, you get to see a, a skinned corpse penis played with. <laughs> you get to see a great spaghetti dinner. Like, yep. they, oh, they should do, like, wouldn't it be cool if they did the uh, the Skinned Alive cookbook? Yeah. You know, Winnie's, the recipes of Winnie's, Winnie's fried chicken, Winnie's neighbor's friend's uh, spaghetti sauce. Oh, man. Well, um, it's a short one. You're right. And uh, you got to watch it if you like good. the genre. You yeah. have to watch it. So worth the price of admission for sure. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, we, we do this at Slash You for you, but we always encourage you to watch them with us. We'll pause here, go over the kill count, and talk about what's next. Okay. And I'll, and I'll play with my chest. And we're back. Do we always say that when we come back and we're back? When you think of something else to say, like, hi again. Hi again. Yeah. Class is back in session. Class is back in session, motherfucker. The bell rang. Take your seats. Phones off. Uh, uh, Andy substitute. <laughs> Man, this substitute sucks. Yeah, this uh, guy's a douche. <laughs> hey, what's up with that kill count, homie? Oh, uh, shoot. 
you, you put me on the spot. I don't have my music ready. <laughs> so professional you here. You got to get ready here at the Slash U East Campus, motherfucker. Jazzy, 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 jazzy. All right. So this kill count is uh, pretty brief and easy. We have the hitchhiker from the beginning of the movie. Um, the business tycoon dude. What you, you said? You said his name's Wes. Willard. Willard. My God, what's wrong with me? Um, then the Jehovah's Witness, and followed closely by the delivery guy, and then uh, the guy who was just eating Cheetos and wearing his headphones, hit and run. That's my dick shot kill. Dick shot. Kill uh, yeah, and then, yeah, it was. And then you had poor Winnie, Tom's wife. Very nice lady. Talks a lot. She got chopped in half, kind of. Ma Crawl Daddy, blown away blown by Paul's gun. F away. That was your dick shot kill. And then uh, Violet, and then Fink, and then Paul, the hero Paul. of the story, was was shot by uh, by Tom. So yeah. very unfortunate. And that's ten. Eleven, if you include Violet twice for being a lover and a sister. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So. Uh, Ten people, that was uh, Skin Alive, brought to you by Slash U. Yeah. What did you tell me about the actor who played Fink? Oh, Fink. We need uh, some interesting facts about him. Yeah, it's kind of cool um, doing a little research and, uh, you know, like that horror community, even though it's it's... It's a small community, mm -hmm. obviously, but... But it's, uh, a, but it's a good one. It's yes. close-knit. When you're uh, here, you're family. <laughs> Just like a small town. <laughs> Scott Spiegel... Um, was close to Eli Roth, super close to Quentin Tarantino. Uh, in fact, when Quentin Tarantino was homeless, can you imagine that? Can you, I mean, like people weren't really vibing on his stuff. You know, they thought he was a weird guy, you know, eccentric writer, director. Um, Scott Spiegel, who played Fink, pushed, pushed, pushed Quentin to get Reservoir Dogs made. Oh, really? Finally did. So, and of course, Reservoir Dogs blew up Quentin. So, I don't think no matter what Scott Spiegel is, has done in life, he could always fall back on Quentin because Quentin has been like, dude, that dude saved my life. Um, he was also, Scott Spiegel was also thought, his name came up when they were talking about um, getting Halloween 5 uh, put together. Oh, as, as a, a... As a director. Director. Cool. So that guy's, uh, you know, aside from being Fink and uh, banging his sister in this movie, <laughs> had a pretty good career. Yeah, so... Um, Helped Tarantino stay afloat. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of... You can find some cool stuff, obviously, with the uh, intranet. It's kind of cool to look things up. We uh, are going to have to admit that uh, we have a teacher's work day oh, on yeah. February 28th, so class right. will not be in session. You're hearing this on the 21st. We won't be posting next week, the 28th. A lot uh, of us, we're kind of... Our, we're going out of town. Social lives. Social are, lives. Uh, and uh, so we don't have time to record one, unfortunately. And so we're going to leave. We'll just put up some content. Stay with us because when we come back in March, we're coming in strong. With a good one. With a good one. Um, what's the name of this one, Andy? Uh, it's called Unmasked Part 25. Unmasked Part 25, 1988. Dig this summary. Yeah. Um, Jackson is a lonely serial killer who is really beginning to question the point of all his killing. He's losing focus on why he even started to kill in the first place. The future looks bleak until he meets a blind girl named Shelly who begins to show him that life isn't so bad. It's all up to Jackson to decide if he's going to ultimately stop killing and start learning responsibility and think about finding a real job and starting a family. <laughs> this, this is great Cliff Kill Notes there, Nick. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm coming that, after your job, Holly. That sounds really funny, but also... Uh, pretty good, pretty good premise for a slasher movie. Yeah, and I think after that, I think when we uh, do that, because that's going to bring us into March. So, my goal is to speak with uh, my co-professor and maybe do some extra credit after Unmasked because yeah. I think it's. Uh, I mean, we'll be five, six episodes into the season four. So, um, Unmasked, I'm Unmasked is on Tubi, nineteen eighty-eight. Yes, and it's uh, I think an hour and twenty-four minutes. Yeah, not so not bad. That'd be not an easy bad one. at all. Um, um, we're both so at um at the same time. We did. Jinx, buy me a Coke. Oh, damn it. Jinx, buy me, Jinx, you remember Creed? Jinx, buy me some Coke. Um, <laughs> I want to say this. Go ahead. Shout out to MacabreDaily.com. MacabreDaily on Instagram. Great content. Great community. Uh, go give them a follow. Anybody that we follow at Slash U, slash, on Slash U, you need to follow as well. That's a good point. Slash U underscore podcast on Instagram. Slash U podcast.com. The website. Website. 
I got to make sure the website's up to date since we started the new season. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's it's good. I just it'd be looked. cool. We could hire like like a web guy, like our, nice. a social web guy. By the way, support the show. There's a link in the show notes. Go ahead and support the show. Maybe we'll hire a web guy. <laughs> Maybe we, I really want to make a hoodie too. So um, and patches. Oh I, yeah, I had for a cat sure. named Patches. Oh, that's a good story. Yeah, great. That's awesome. Is there anything else we need to get off our chest nope. before we? Thank you to Zapsplat.com for the sound effects. Oh, that's cool. I do like the sound effects. Yeah. We need more. We do. I, I want one of this. Oh, I, uh... I want one... Yeah. That one. <laughs> That's all. But actually, each individual horn is its own sound effect that I pulled off Zapsplat. Yours truly is the one who edited them together into that overlapping... Oh, really? Well, that's just the thing. It's... Can we get a sound effect like this? I'm sure we could. I could hold up a microphone during certain times and record that. <laughs> <laughs> God, I just got that visual. That's so, disgusting. This is one of our shorter episodes. Hot too. It one is. Our, yeah, we're only an hour and five minutes. Oh wow! Uh, I'm glad I don't have a clock to look at. Yeah. Because I think sometimes that makes me go. So I felt like we were going to go over. This is great. No. Nope. Because last week on uh, Blood by Bloody Valentine, we went a little over. Yeah. Well, it was there was a lot to it, uh, I guess, and we just kept going. So, thank you all for listening. Um, it's been fun. Are you sure there's nothing we want to talk about since we got to spectre time? Nah. I want right. people to see the time, and I want we'll get more listens that way. Oh, okay. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Hey, Andy, from Slash U East Campus to all the listeners out there. Class, dis- class dismissed? Oh, oh. yeah. Well, I was just going to say, but you say class dismissed. Anyway, uh, I'll give it this. I'll do it this week. Uh, thanks for listening, and I'm so stoked I get to say this. Class dismissed. <laughs>